What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by Lord Matt Liston. Welcome all. Welcome all to my audience. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we're going to be talking about the Bad Bands deleted scene and Halo on Paramount+. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, how's your week been? Oh, not bad, Josh. Not bad at all. I've actually had a pretty decent week. Yeah? And I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because Thursday and Friday, it got a little lighter for me. Oh, nice. So you know what that meant, right? Um, I don't know. Beers in the driveway? No. I, Comic book reading. Actually, okay, it's ding, ding on number two. Yeah. I made a, I made a, a, a stout effort this week. I did not drink all week long. Hey. Yeah. Cutting back. Nice. I'll make up for it today, but don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got down to like um, a quarter inch. Nice. On the stack. Yeah. Nice. Read a ton of comics, dude. Nice. Read a ton. Anything good? Um, Punisher. Yeah. Really interesting. The way they're taking the Punisher right now is really interesting. And I got to be honest with you, I opened up the book. Cover looked fantastic. Beautiful artwork by the cover. And I, and I meant to write down the artist's name, but it, the cover is good. And then I opened up, the, opened up to the next page, and I'm looking at the art at that point. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not good. And I'm like, this is going to ruin the book. If this is the dude that's going to do the artwork for the entire book. This was like, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, I literally would have been out. You know, I mean, no. Yeah. So, anyways, basically, this this was like a special thing for the first two pages, and then you get to the the you know the Punisher starting you know this whatever page or whatever. And then you go, and then of course the artwork got so much better. Right. But um, no, it's interesting though. So it's uh, Punisher's with the hand. Oh, and, yeah, dude. He's, he's with the hand, like as a no, member. No, yeah, of the- he, he is the hand. He is the, basically the hand of the beast, the fist of the beast. Nice. And so it's really, it's kind of, inter- I mean, it's brutal, dude. I mean, I'm yeah. talking brutal as brutal. Oh, good, that's the way the Punisher should be. Yeah, but I mean, to the point, no, I mean, no, this is not spoilers. People can read it. Most people probably aren't going to pick it up right away anyways. But if you've seen it already, so you don't really get a backstory with him. You kind of just get this, obviously his wife was killed. And that was the opening, like, two pages was this scenario about uh, people in the park getting shot and all this stuff. And then... She's bleeding out, and she's and all these other like kids are killed and stuff. Obviously, it's like some of like obviously like a park gang shooting thing or something, right? So, and before it was like a mafia head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit different, so that's fine. So you don't get the backstory of like I thought they were going to be retroing him to being more of a um, uh, like a Middle East vet, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, like and, a Afghanistan. It, yeah, and it may and that may happen. The still. war against terrorism. Yeah, that may happen. I don't know for sure, but. They changed it up a little bit, which is fine. So I think we'll probably get to that eventually with it. But, no, he's working for the hand, and um, he is uh, literally like the uh, – like he has a test, the first test. This uh, I forget the lady's name. She's like the, the, the 
Super Sensei Lady of the Ninjas mm-hmm. of the hand and everything. And yeah. uh, she sends all the ninjas in, and of course, he's just mowing them down, just like oh, yeah, yeah, kill yeah, them yeah, all, yeah. like left and right, and all this type of stuff and everything. And then, uh, so she, he passes that first type of test, and then they kind of like jump ahead then at that point where he's now become like the right hand of the. Um, of the hand, which is the, the, I forget what the beast name is, and the, I don't, I don't really follow that much that side of it that much. So I'm kind of like I'll definitely get more, like I'll pay more attention going forward. Right. But the premise is obviously they all are attached to that spiritual being, which is the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he the is, one that same one that um, possesses Electra. Right. Exactly. Right. Yep. So um, there's a, a group of. Uh, they're like they act like Roman soldiers, and it kind of reminded me like um, the Hands Made Tale. Mm-hmm. They, were, they, they were in this big armory unit and everything, and they're going through this warehouse and saying, "We have twenty thousand these nukes or whatever," you know. And he, the guy's like, "Bless the war," and then they would say a blessing over the weapons, and they were basically selling these weapons to all these degenerate type of groups all over the country, right? The anti-Wakanda League, the, you know, gotcha. this league, that league, or whatever it is, right? And um, and they're part of a bigger organization, which is basically, like, anchored into Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And so they're all wearing, like... Spartan. Spartan helmets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they get a call and said that there's, you know, there's someone at the gate. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, how many? Uh, just one, and then they call back. No answer. Yeah, you know <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah. So he goes in and obviously cleans out the whole thing, right? Yeah. And so then basically, then at that point, you know, they're stopping the, the spread of the weapons for that type of evil. But the right. whole point is, he is there to squash all of the obnoxious bullshit evil that's out there, right? Right. So he comes back to the ninja headquarters, and there's a name for it. It's not ninja headquarters. <laughs> Um, and he comes back there, and he uh, basically comes in, and the, the ninja ladies goes to him. She's like, hey, man, you know, we have the next batch or whatever, yeah. right? And it's like, and it's basically a batch of all the people, these little hand ninjas go out and bring in, and they're like pedophiles and people that got away with crimes and all this stuff. And basically he goes in and just literally just whacks the heads off all these people and just like kills the entire group. And then he's like, I don't know that I want to watch this or read this. He's just going in and whacking off guys. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, there was chicks too. So, as he whacking off chicks too, I guess. Yeah, he's whacking everybody was in the room. So, of course, she says, "Well, do you want get over here?" (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Where is the where Where is the ceremonial lotion? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I got some KY. My hands chafed. Where's so she? many people here to whack off. I need my Punisher gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so he literally just like kills this entire thing, and I guess it's a habit, right? I mean, this is like a, this is like a rotating thing that he does, and which is which was interesting because like it shows you obviously who the Punisher is, which at its core they're, they're staying with who he is. But it's interesting to like on that scale to go to mm-hmm. that degree, and then it was pretty heavy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the thing is, it's like like she's d- dispatching the ninja guys out to go get more for tomorrow. Right. And so basically, he's eliminating this e- evil, this, mm-hmm. this, this this existing evil that no one wants to address, or they get away with it. And if you get away with it, you're going to face the Punisher, which right. perfect, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 
So the interesting thing is, like, then you kind of wonder, like, why is he following this woman? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, like, a weird because it's not something that I think he would do personally because he's a right. one, he's a one-man army, right? Sure. So it's, like, for him to be, like, in, in allegiance to something else, it's kind of, mm-hmm. like, odd. Well, book well, one. Well, it's a means to an end, probably. Well, it's a book one covers it all. Right. then he goes back to his chambers and his wife's there. Oh. So, and, and they show her. And he's getting, they're going, he's going in bed with her. And he's like, hey, Marie or whatever. I think it's Marie. And, uh, and you can see her and she has like scars from the bullet holes in her. Yeah. You know, so there's obviously somehow they've recreated her. I don't know how through some type of evil ninja magic or whatever. I don't know. know. It's just interesting. I'll put it as interesting. I was, I was thinking that we were going to get the, that other story. Right. Which we may get still. I don't know. But we'll see. But no, it was a good book, man. It was actually pretty good. And then um, I, I read um, uh, The Lion and the Lamb, the one I finished. I finished that one up. That's really good. The, the Garthenius one I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. The one about the uh, British and India at the time during the World War II. And it was very un, unreported war about when uh, you had all the... Uh, the Japanese coming in against China and into India and all that type of stuff. So, right, very interesting story, and I will keep up with that one. Very good book. Um, then uh, Star Wars uh, Crimson uh, Rise. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, I've heard really good things about that one, dude. So so good. And the next 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 issue is going to be, all be about the Knights of Ren. So nice. I can't wait. It's just they're doing a great. They're doing a really good job with it, and um, it's subtle. But it's enough to. I mean, it's just it's just good. It's actually not nearly as uh, broad in scope as last one, but this one's really good too. So and we got that, and then uh, uh, Monkey Prince, um, yeah, or Monkey King, Monkey 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 King, King. Monkey King, yeah, not Monkey Prince, Monkey King. Very good. Oh, that's really. I, it's just so funny, and I got it because it was a number one, right? Right, and I, and I think oh, new. New character, I'll, I definitely want to read it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, who's in it? Batman. <laughs> so Batman's his evil, you know, who he's going kind of against. But it's 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 a really good book, and it's uh, Batman and uh, Damien as yeah. Robin. I can just imagine, like, he's going to get the one up on Batman, and you're like, bullshit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I'm not done with this. So far, not happening. But it kind of reminds me of... Like their version of Spidey Man, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. he's kind of he's a teenager, same situation, kind of a teenager gets these things and he's blessed with the powers or whatever. So it's a fun ride. It's a really it's a it's a fun book. It's a good book, and I think that there's definitely going to be more coming out of that one. Um, uh, Iron Fist, good. Just read that one too. They're re- they're retconning that one. It's working out. I think it's I think they're going the right direction with that one too. And then. Um, what was the other one I read? Uh, oh, uh, Noctara, Noctara, dude, is so good. Yeah, uh, I just, I mean, it, like, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's already been greenlit for a series, so we're gonna get that. Who's the, who's the publisher? Um, it's, uh, it's not, um, boom, it's, uh, oh, jeez, who is it? Um, it's an indie label. You're right. I can't. Remember what the publisher is, though. I don't know. 
Uh, we can, we can. Yeah, no, it, it it doesn't really matter. It's it, right. it, it might, it's not Dark Horse. It's the other yeah. one. There's like three that are bigger, and it's that one. And then, um, um, what do you call it? Berserker, getting really good too. Yeah, I mean the thing about Berserker, there's not a lot of like like I told you before in all the books. There's not a ton of dialogue, mm-hmm. but the storytelling visually is very good, mm-hmm. and what they do visually covers up like it takes up so much dialogue. You know, I mean, you don't need the dialogue because you had the visual, and then eventually this book is the first time they really delved into a lot more dialogue, right? And it was really interesting, and um, I think that, uh, I mean, Berserker's going to get done, too. This will be done. That'll happen. So that's really that's really cool. The uh, I read, uh, oh, Han, um, Han Solo and Chewie. Mm-hmm. The first edition of that came out, too. I got that. It's really good. Interesting one about that one is um, it talks about he's obviously working for Jabba at this time. In this, this period of time, he's still working for Jabba, and they're really tight. You right. Know? So he's still his number one guy. And uh, he's forced to work with Guido on a job, which is kind of funny, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they hate each other, but they got to work together. I hope that they like come up against an enemy <laughs> and they shoot around about the same time. There was and a, then we can argue. <coughs> there was a little. There was a little. It was funny because Han says to Guido at some time, and the way they rate Han is really that's like spot on. And said something like, you know, don't think about double cross me. I'll definitely shoot you first, or something <laughs> like that. Hilarious. It's like there was like a little quip in there. It was really funny. And that's good. Uh, yeah, so it was good. It, and that's a really good book. The interesting part with that one, which is kind of ironic, is at the end, they're, they're, what they're trying to do in this particular one is get into a, um, a safe because Jabba wants the remains of an evil, of an enemy of his that's been killed. And for, I don't know if it's magical or these remains or I don't know what, what it is about the remains that he wants them so badly. But um, he wants Han and Guido to break into this person that works for the uh, CEC, which is. The um, people that from his home planet, his original planet, which was um, that shithole planet, I forget what it's called now, and uh, the one that's in the Han movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he goes there, and uh, CEC is where his dad used to work and build whatever these these mech like armament things yeah, yeah, or whatever. So. Um, He's trying to break into this place, and he's get some. He's trying to do recon on it, and he's find people that works there. And he ran into a guy at a bar, and saw that he had the insignia on it. So he starts like, "Hey, let me get you a drink. I'm talking to him or whatever." Ends up being his dad. Oh wow! So that's kind of cool. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah we'll see what happens with that. So because I mean that's interesting because Han was around the streets when he was a teenager. So obviously something went down. You yeah, where's dad's down? And then the uh, the last thing on comic books, which I can't wait for, um, uh, Chrysantha, uh, Yeah, he's coming out. He's going to have his own comic um, yeah. starting in May. Nice. So I can't wait for that. In that book, you're going to get him battling Chewbacca, which will be awesome. Yeah. So now we're taking bets on who's going to win that. Oh, it's definitely going to be Chewie. Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. Absolutely. <laughs> agree with that. He, Chrysantha may have might, but he doesn't have heart. Yeah, he probably doesn't have his electric knuckles at this point when they yeah, meet. So. That's true. So, um, but yeah, that's probably so, why he gets the electric knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know why he gets those, right? Yeah, I know yeah. there's actually lore behind there. I forget it, but yeah. well, he, that's when he was put into the slave fighting pit. Oh yeah, he was a gladiator. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah so I got some. So yeah, it looks like a really good book, and they're going to go back and they're going to start like delving out how he ties in with Doctor Afro and stuff like that too, which I think is going to oh, be that's really cool. cool. So. Like, I can't wait for them to do a series on Dr. Avril. Oh, 
dude, I I really like her. I like her a ton. Um, it's, uh, just, it's very possible that they may be doing that because they're doing some stuff with Vader. Sure, absolutely, yeah. I think that what I really the last thing I'll say on the comic books, and we can move off of that. But the um, the way that they're they're tying the threads together in the book, like mm-hmm. it, it's they're doing it seamlessly and they're doing it really well. Nice. I mean, it's it's just working out really well. So nothing's been forced. So felonious pleased. No, um, no pun intended when I said that. <laughs> but so, but other than that, what have I been doing? So, like I said, just having having some breathing time has has been great. Um, nobody's at my house, which is nice, except my wife, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, tonight we had to go to uh, we had to go out to shop because no one's home. So that means Friday means dinner. Uh, we had to make a stop at Lowe's, and then we had to make a stop at Lowe's tomorrow again for more flowers. And then we also had to go to TJ Maxx. And then while we're in TJ Maxx, she wants to get Leia a new bed. I'm like, okay. So of course I'm looking for like bed. I'm like, I'm thinking it's a dog bed, right? Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm already setting my ceiling price at like ten bucks. Okay, we got ours. We don't want it. It's memory foam. <laughs> and, she, and, and she's like looking at these orthopedic ceilings for like thirty dollars. Oh, like, wow. I'm like Jesus God. I'm like, there's not. This isn't necessary. Right. I said the dog. She said no. Yeah. No, we don't need that. We don't need that. Well. Lo and behold, we ended up getting one for twenty bucks. So I had to go. I had to meet in the you middle. Compromised, so I yeah. compromised. Met in the middle. We got hey, a dog bear. You worked her down. Yeah. Uh huh. And then victory in my book. Yeah. So here's another thing that my wife and I argue about. Sure. Okay. So my wife keeps buying hangers. Hmm. And then she buys these like velvet hanger things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're like. 20, like 25 in a pack for, I don't know, 10 bucks or whatever. Not the, it's not the price. Right. I don't care about the price. Because I ordered them, like, I ordered like 50 of them off of Amazon. Amazon, yeah. And then she found a pack at TJ Maxx, and she got, and I'm like, and I said, didn't we just buy, like, 50 of these? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, yeah, but I need hangers. And I'm like, how do you need hangers? Yeah, we and kept she, 50 it, of them. And then she's looking she's at... trying to make them... She's probably trying to make them all uniform. But the whole point is, is like, the 50-pack, there was more before the 50-pack. Right. So I'm, like, thinking, we haven't bought 25 articles of clothing... That you know you, of. That, that's true, that I know <laughs> of. That's true. And then it's like... Then she just looks at me, and she's like... She gives me that, like, death stare. She looks at me, and she's like... She just puts them in the cart, and she's like, I'm buying hangers. And I'm like, okay, so I'm pushing the cart. <laughs> okay, I'm just pushing the cart, and I'm just minding my own business. Peripheral vision, which I am very, very strong. Right. I look over, and I got something for you, me, Zach, and Jimmy. Oh, yeah? I look over. Plastic drinking glasses? Better. Oh. A set of ceramic Mandalorian coasters on clearance oh, nice. for six dollars. Nice, and they're all different. And I've already designed who gets what. <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> so when I came home, I, <laughs> when we were ringing out, I put them up there, and then she looks at me, and I just look. She looks at me when I put the coasters up there because I tried to get her to buy a, a stuffed Grogu to go and lay his bed. Yeah, which as a cuddly. of course that was fourteen dollars. 
That, yeah. that doesn't matter. Okay? We're not going to spend $14 on this. So we didn't get Grogu. But then she saw me put that up there, and she looked at me, and I looked at the hangers, and I'm like, just shook my head. I'm like, you know what? Touche. You get hangers, I get you're coasters. <laughs> so, yeah, we each have a coaster now. And you'll, nice. get, you'll, you'll be issued your coaster next time we hang out in the garage next weekend yeah. on Friday. So. Yep. But other than that, dude, that's about it. My dad's coming in tomorrow um, to hang out because he wasn't here for my birthday. So, uh, other than that, nothing too exciting. I got my, I ordered my birthday gift was a pizza oven for my wife and my mom and her mom. So, I'm picking that up on Tuesday. So, we'll be firing in uh, brick oven pizzas. Nice. So, uh, that's, about, that's about it, dude. Let I, me know time enough for Andrea to make her dough. Oh, yeah. And then definitely. We'll definitely be there. Oh, wow. Yeah, of course. Of course. I, I would, I'm going to, I have, uh, I have like six doughs left from, Last weekend that I froze, yeah, which I'm going to be testing, and then we'll be ready for the full maiden, nice. the maiden voyage. Yes. So, um, other than that, I'm very unexciting. That's all I got. What about you? What you went up to? I know you went to baseball practice. And I did. Yeah. I did see you leaving. Yeah, and you did not have your shoes on. No, no I I was going to. They're by the door, but we we're just in a hurry, and I uh, I completely okay. forgot about it. Yeah, the sandals or flip flops were not a good idea for for the. Um, and build well, a little gravel. Yeah, I was catching um, for an hour that day, so I was squatted down for like an hour straight because all we did was batting practice. Uh, and so I'm sitting there, and like I don't know, like 20 minutes, and I'm starting to hurt. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I'm like looking at my phone, and uh, and so like any chance that I get after that, I'm like standing up, and I did, dude. I'm just old. I, I remember being able to do that for an entire game, but. You need to get those pads, some of those catchers. I, yeah, the like ones in between. Pads. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Buster Posey pads. Uh, I'm not going to do it this next time. Um, I'm going to have the, the other assistant coach <laughs> catch. I'm like, dude, I did it last time. This is your your time, your turn. Now I'll I'll be I'll be in the uh, out or in the uh, um, you know uh, between um, outfield and infield. Yeah. What else you got going on? Um, that was pretty much it. Um, we've been playing a lot of golf with friends. Um, if you haven't played golf with friends, I mean, they're, they're, it's out on like pretty much every, um, uh, pretty much every system now. But um, it's it's been it's a pretty old game, and it's uh, it's but it's very good. We bought it for like five bucks on the Switch on the Nintendo Store, and uh, dude, it's just it's got. Tons of courses to it. It's got different moods on it. Um, Daniel can work it pretty easily. It's become like his favorite game to play with us. That's cool. So um, it's a lot of fun. Um, there's this other TV show that <clears throat> I'm going to start watching. I forget what it's called. No, but it's got the guy from uh, from that played Robin in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think is his name. And I, I did have a name this time. I'm pretty sure that's oh, right. Yeah. You're talking so, about Robin. Yeah, Robin. But he, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, it, it looks good. Uh, I really like that character. Um, but it's it's on season two now. I just saw it and like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch some of it and provide back um, uh, um, reviews of yeah. it. But um, yeah, that's pretty, pretty much it. I watched uh, Scream. Um, it was okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was what you would expect it to be. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's 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 about it. Are you getting to some other news? Yeah, man, let's do it. Live in our headquarters, to Matt. <laughs> Fresh in off the press. Um, okay. <clears throat> One thing I, I popped up today that I thought was like, it looked cool, it looked interesting to me, so I, I said, oh, I'll check it out. All right, so I went and checked the trailer out, and it actually looks pretty damn good. It's called a movie it's a movie coming out called Panama, mm-hmm. and it has uh, Mel Gibson and Cole Hauser from Yellowstone in it. Yeah. Um, surprised man because like i mean i look back at the like remember we we talked about one of the last mel gibson that came out which was the uh the one the hurricane in was it cuba or wherever they were at? yeah i think it was cuba or something like that Haiti or cuba somewhere yeah, something like yeah i mean it was um okay it wasn't great i mean mm-hmm. mm, it's whatever this one looks like it seems like we get we're getting our mel gibson back right and yeah. and then we're getting the cole hauser which obviously he's now got a nice Kind of a mochismo about him from, right, 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 from right. Yellowstone yeah. and stuff like that yeah, too. He's definitely got that yeah, following. And, yeah, and well, he's also he looks like the guy from Yellowstone in this one because, like, normally, yeah. like you've seen him in other movies, he doesn't have the beard. Yeah, you know, and this like the dark hair, the black beard, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely looks a little more badass. And so, basically, it's a situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that they're a beard makes men look more badass. I mean, well, Josh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Hence Grayson growing his out too. Yeah, which yeah. I'm yeah. pretty impressed with, by the way. Yeah. You must be his hero. <laughs> <laughs> he did dress like you for Halloween. He did dress like me for Halloween, <laughs> which was amazing. He pulled that off so good. He thinks you and I both dress like two year olds, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not too far off. He's not really. We dress like five year olds, <laughs> not two year olds. <laughs> we have belt loops. We don't wear belts, but we got, we got bell loops. <laughs> um, so back to the movie. So basically, it's kind of like this Panama situation. There's obviously some type of a uh, inter like governmental rebel situation, right. and CIA operatives come in, and uh, Cole Hauser's there, and then they call the old guard out, which is Gibson, who you know is trying to control this guy. He's kind of a, like they say he's. I think I said he was a loose cannon, or they yeah. don't know what could happen. And they like they bring him in, and of course, like he's no better, you know. Right. <laughs> so it looks really, it looks good, dude. I don't know. It's just yeah, looks, no, it looks fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it look, it, yeah. it looks a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It reminds me of like the classic '90s uh, action movies, like yeah. you know, yeah. last action hero type of thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be a uh, uh, it's gonna be a fun ride. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not expecting much. I'm not expecting Oscars to come out of it, but I'm expecting at least to showcase him in a light that could potentially get him something a little bit more beefy. Yeah, you know, you think he'll be in Expendables four? Mm. He'd be good. He'd be a good um, good for that. Yeah, could be. So. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about too, because you turned like you kept mentioning it, so I watched like the first episode of it was DMZ. Mm-hmm. Did you watch all four of those? Yeah, I watched all of it. I think there's four. Yeah, there's like four or five. But I watched all. Oh, of them. the fifth one came out then. Okay. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Like it's the way that it ends. I don't know if they're doing it anymore. 
I mean, that's it. That's all it was. I think that could be all it is. Holy smokes, dude! Yeah, because so, I mean, the premise of the story really is, you know, I mean, they they can go further. I just don't know that they will. You know, it's like I mean, they could do. It would change the story completely if they went further. But also, oh, they kind of concluded it then, huh? Yeah. Huh. Oh wow. Okay. Well, it looked. I mean, I watched the first episode. That's all I watched. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was kind of a conceptually it was kind of cool. I kind of got a feel of like a Walking Dead kind of feel, but I also got to Escape from New York kind of feel. I got a, like a there's a lot of different feels in that type of like you know show. Yeah. And then obviously with the uh, you know the, what what's her name Rosario Dawson Dawson yeah. right Yeah. She's, yeah, she's she's now in in Star Wars, DC, and Marvel. God bless big her. Feet. Trifecta. Yeah. Who else do we have like that, that's like that? Um, let's see. RDJ was in. I mean, sorry, not RDJ. Um, uh, um, Ben Affleck was in both Marvel and uh, DC now. Not Star Wars yet. Not Star Wars yet. Um, I feel like Simon Pegg may be the closest other one that we've got because he was in Star Wars and Star Trek. I don't know if he's been in Marvel or. In uh, in DC, but he's been in both Star Wars and Star Trek. We're missing somebody that's probably bigger that's been in at least two, though. Yeah, that's a good question. Though. We'll have to come back to that. We'll think about that. Yeah, but anyways, I thought DMZ. I mean, I like I liked it. it was It was a unique show. Right, it was kind of cool. Yeah, Consent- completely was in its own little world. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so basic premise, just for people that haven't seen it, it's based, I mean, from what I gathered from the first one, obviously there was some form of a civil war or some mm-hmm. type of a war that occurred. Yeah, where, so there's there's two sides of it. Yeah. There's the U.S. government side, and then there's the United States, or United Free States of America yeah. side. Yeah. Yep. And it seems like um, the the Harlem seems to be the 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 kind of ground that breaks between, it's the DMZ. DMZ, That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in New York, basically over the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, like it is, Harlem, uh, up yeah. until you get to the bridge, and yeah. then you know once they get to the tunnels. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know that that's the area that's the DMZ. It's New York. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's New York. Yeah, and no, it's not all of New York. It's just the one borough. Well, no, there's more than one. Not in Harlem. Well, Harlem's well, just the. It's well, just no, the one. Yeah, but borough. No, no, that Harlem is not. Though there was Chinatown. You had Chinatown, you had uh, Uptown, you had, uh, you had, it's that whole peninsula of New York, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, I just Bro- thought it was like the... Like- no, Brooklyn, Brooklyn was the safe area, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you're right, because yeah. they, they've got, you know, because yeah. uh, they go over the bridge and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's like, yeah, I, I, like Long Island or like even Queens would be considered separate. I, I, don't, right. I don't know New York. Dude, I had I done learning. Well, no, you're right because I mean those are both suburbs of yeah, New York. Right, it's the the New York City uh-huh. that or New York City and um, it's a swath that yeah. goes up from there. So, but that's the DMZ, and that's obviously where this character is basically looking for her lost son, mm-hmm. and she's going back in there because when they were trying to evacuate, they got separated. She's a nurse uh, or, or doctor, nurse or doctor. I'm not sure which one she is. For sure. uh, yeah, I think she's a nurse or some type of technician, something yeah. close to yeah. closest thing that they have to a doctor. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
But yeah, so that's the story, basically, her trying to find her son, but also going in back into an environment where she knows people that, like, you know, like one guy was an orderly that worked for her. This is all in episode one. And this person was an orderly that just, like, you know, they used to, like, joke with each other and stuff. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, he's, like, basically, like, a mob boss. Yeah, leading up the the Chinese mafia. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, and you go to Chinatown, it's like, it looks like it's a really safe place to be. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so... Anyways. And then, then you've got the other side, the Latin, the Latin kings, kings of Harlem. Yeah. yeah, which that guy's a really good actor. Too. Yeah, he's really, really good. The leader of the Latin kings. I forget his name, but he's really good. Yeah. I haven't seen anything, Hillman, anything quite like this. Uh-uh. He's got a little bit of range to him. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, okay, so, let me see. Hold on a second. Okay, let's do this one. So, um, <laughs> so, you know... The new Star Wars uh, hotel opened and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, of course, that was something like you and I were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely going yeah. to do that. Definitely going to yeah, do I've, that. Yeah, I've kind of changed my mind a little bit on it. Did you see the pricing? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like like six, $7,000 for a family of for four. A family of four, family for of four like is six grand. Three nights. Two. Two nights, yeah. Two nights. Two nights for two people, $4,809. Now... It is completely an immersive experience, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get new clothes when you go in there. And uh well, you're, no, you, I'm sure you have to buy them. I think they're including the price. Oh, well, I would hope so. Yeah, so they're include I think they're including the price and then um you get you get a title or like some sort of, you know, like backstory um to the character that you're playing. And then you get the rooms are actually really nice. So I saw like somebody go through and and do a walkthrough of them. They're very, they're more spacious than they look. So it's kind of like a, you know, like the, yeah, the saw, TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the rooms look awesome. Yeah, yeah. The rooms look awesome, and then every, but everything they've got, all, all the story period piece that that you're, you know, going there for, the, all the immersive part, like happens within a very, like I would say, like a uh, an area that's about the size of my downstairs only, of my house. I think there's only two hundred rooms or something like that. Yeah, it's very small. So yeah, very small. So. so like, okay, so I was trying to, like, even in my mind, trying to justify if I wanted to, like, I want to do it, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of course yeah. I want to do it. Because you talk about someone's going to get immersed in it, I will be, like, immersed before I even get in the car. I'll right. wait there. I'd be in mode, you know. But I'm still trying to just, like, again, I know they're not completely selling just at the hotel. It's not just about staying there and it costs that much to stay there. It's you're paying basically for all this other stuff that's going on, but even though you're still paying for all this other stuff, which means like you're working your phone, which has a star, like you get your data pad on, on. which is similar to what you did if you've gone down to the galaxy thing, you can do similar, but it's more, yeah, it's more involved, right? So, but all these other well, you go to Batu as part of it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to because part of the, like there's a bunch of NPCs basically in there, right. And all these NPCs are walking around. They're talking to you, and like based on what you're doing, you have to do certain things. If they ask you to do these things, and you agree or whatever, and so there's definitely like, you know, I mean, you and I would definitely be at the end of this. Oh show, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we literally would be on the high council because we would, we would complete every task <laughs> that they had. Just go in. We're just gonna speed run it. Just speed run it. So get as much as we can done. And then just screw with other people yes. until we get a Batu, and then just run through that really quick, yeah. and then go ride like the Millennium Falcon ride like five times exactly. in every single spot. Yeah, 
that's the whole point. It's like you and I, they, the, the NPCs would see us come and they'd start looking around like yeah. turning and running Help me! Help me! <laughs> They're back! They're back! <laughs> so, I, I don't know, dude. I still think that's a bit much. I just... I mean, it's a supply and demand thing. I get it. I mean, Disney created the market. This is a very unique and new type of approach to entertainment. And so you're paying to, for the game, for the in a sense, you know. So I can't say it's wrong. But, dude, I mean, you know, that's just hard. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, people can't pay that. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, people can. It's the the types of people that can. Are, are not, you know, the average type of person. Well, but. And, the, and the people that, that do pay it probably mm. can't afford to pay it. No, that's true. And that's where I, I don't know. Listen, but. if you would like to hear an entire review yeah. of, of the Star Wars experience, please subscribe to yeah. and donate to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we will definitely take you on a play-by-play. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I was on the Star Wars uh, um, site today looking for stuff and, and – um, that popped up, and I just oh, okay, started looking at it and everything, thinking, it's like, you know, this is something I knew that Josh would do. I said, like, if we could go down, like, even the five of us just went down, we'd have a fucking ball. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I started looking at it, I'm like, well, I think, I think the girls would probably stay at a different hotel. <laughs> <laughs> probably would. Probably would. We would dress we, for the first we three nights, and Daniel then we would go. Like, Daniel like Grogu. Oh, I don't think Daniel would be into it either. I think Daniel would go with the girls. Oh, that would be they would think that he'd be into it, and then he would get into it, or yeah. he would get into it, and then like within six hours, he'd be like, "All right, I'm let's go ride rides." But yeah. like, no, we, we can't do that here. Yeah, no, we'll ride so something else. Yeah. Yeah. You're you, riding the ride of Star Wars as life. Right. Yeah, you want to go to sleep? There's no sleeping. Yeah. This is like there's Vegas. no sleep in space. <laughs> no sleep it's like the underwear. That's like the underwear story that they told. Uh, told um, uh, uh, Princess Leia. Um, oh, I can't remember her name. The girl that plays Princess Leia, um, or the play Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah. They told Carrie Fisher on the original Star Wars that she couldn't wear underwear because they had no underwear in space. <laughs> well, she didn't wear it with the slave costume. Mm-mm. She didn't wear it all, evidently. Yeah. Well, good for Carrie Fisher. Well, I don't know. It wasn't good for her. She got tricked into it. <laughs> Um, so, anyways, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I just thought it was something we could talk about a little bit quickly. But, all right, so the next thing, this is one that I was telling you, Josh, I'm like, did, did, no, I think this might be something you'd be interested in. Okay. So, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. Coming back. Oh, they've been back. They've been on Netflix. No, no, coming back again. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, they, the thing is with them, that it's like a show that goes away... Yeah, and I mean, and for a couple of years yeah. and then comes back. Is yeah. Patton Oswalt coming back again? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, the difference is, it starts on May 6th, okay? It's going to be on this platform called uh, Gizmoplex. Have you heard of that? Yeah, it's, um, I think Sony owns it. Oh, okay. So Somebody owns it like that. So basically, it's going to be, like, this is a, this, this, this iteration is kind of like a um, ground roots type of dealio, where gotcha. like, they're paying, like, they're trying to cover. Or, wait, no, this is the one that, uh, that. Um, Kevin Smith's been really involved in. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. isn't the, the the one that he produced uh, Jan Silent Bob reboot based or off of? Okay. Or you know, raise the money through. Oh, through, oh, through. Oh, no. Well, this one's basically it's going to be 
you as a user, right? So you can pay $10 per episode, and then there'll be a live stream while you're doing that one. Or you can do an $8 per episode, which is obviously the recorded version of it. Or you pay 135 which gets you everything and all live and all that type of stuff. And then you get a digital copy of the entire season. So, so you pay $135 for a season. A season pass that gets you all the live stuff when it happens as well and everything. Uh. And digital copies. So... You can decide, you know, what level or how you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm thinking about waiting. Oh, wait, no, it's per episode. Yeah. So yeah. now eventually what would probably happen when this is all through, mm. they'll, let it, they'll let it rest like they do a movie, and then right. you can probably see it all, you know. So, But I just don't. I just I, I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it's cool. I don't know if this is – this model seems odd to me, though. Right. It just doesn't I – I mean, I could see this – I don't know. I could see it working in some type of situation, like this tier payment system. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know if this is the right vehicle to really like test the market with. It, well, I mean, it's not test that. So uh, similar models have have worked, right? And so the the chosen is a great example. Like the the chosen's become like this huge thing, um, even outside of the Christian community. But it, it's it, it's available for free, and all they ask is that people pay. Um, you know, whatever they feel like paying to, to have sure. other people to be able to watch it and for free and, and for um, them to be able to make more seasons. And so, um, but I mean, they're, they're working on a schedule or on a budget of like $12 million per season. Right. But that's, but that's, but that's a little bit different though, too. Though. It's not the same as this though, where they're asking up front. Right. But what I'm to... saying, yeah, what I'm saying is that, that model works out really well for yeah. them. You know, different community, yeah. probably yeah. Um, slightly different community, but the you know, I, I think that something like that could work for this. I mean, if you didn't charge people eight bucks per episode, you know, if people like it, then they're gonna they're gonna support it and you know, give money to go. Yeah, I think it. it's thirteen episodes, thirteen or fifteen episodes, so. right? But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's that's quite a bit. Yeah. To have to ask for an audience to pay. Yeah. For one show. Yeah. You know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But um, I definitely will wait and watch it when it's free. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. There's the, there's a, there's a really good YouTube channel. I'll have to find the name of it. Um, the the one that did the Star Wars Christmas special. Um, but they oh, did like kind so of the, they do like tons of movies like that too. So, you know, like you can get this stuff for free. It doesn't have Patton Oswalt in it. It doesn't have all these other people in it, but I mean, it's still really good. It's a lot of times it's funnier than what, um, mystery science theater 3000 is. And I love mystery science theater 3000. Yeah, it is good. Um, something else that keeps popping up everywhere now, all of a sudden Nick Cage did. So, oh yeah. 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 yeah so, that was the other one. He was, he's playing Dracula. Have you seen the. Um, the behind the scenes pictures of him and Dracula. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it kind of works, dude. I got to be honest with you. It's like okay, so here's an interesting little tidbit, right? So I was I was going through, and it's like I keep like all of a sudden, like even on TikTok, you're seeing Nick Cage stuff, right? Like, right. He's talking. He doesn't have a TikTok account, but he had no. Yeah, he's got no social media. Exactly, but like he's showing up everywhere, and I know it has to do with. What I anticipate is going to be the success of this movie that's coming out. And it's going to put him back on the map. And he's starting to get started on mainstream again, right? And the thing is, it's like he talks about, like, everything he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Which we all know a lot of it is 
weird, goofy, right, right, right. jujitsu. Yeah. The the one he doesn't talk and uh, the Willy the oh Wonderland. the yeah. Willy's Wonderland yeah fantastic movie but they're good movies right yeah and he's he he makes it well point. it's a terrible yeah. movie but it's it's it's, it's terrible it's but great it's, yeah exactly right <laughs> not in spite of but because because but he says like what I respect the man for is like he says he goes no matter what I did it doesn't matter I put a hundred percent right into it. Oh yeah, yeah. he gets super involved. The and, the guy that did Willy's Wonderland, like yeah. it, like went on uh, a couple of shows and like talked specifically about Nick Cage, and yeah. Nick Cage is basically the one that made it happen. Yeah. Like he's he's the he got um, onto it super early, and you know they asked they asked the director the the production company did who he wanted to play it, and he's like Nick Cage, and and so they're like oh, well we can try, and so they tried, and he's like he's like yeah no I'm in. He's like, can we change these things? And like, so he basically like gave them notes on everything uh-huh. and like kind of had them restructure things. And, you know, and so he made it just as much his as he did yeah. the rest of the, the production company. <laughs> Those people were like, okay, no problem. Yeah, you want it? Okay, yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, take this out. Yep, got it. <laughs> we'll take it out. So, no, I respect him. I do respect him. And I don't, I never disliked him, right? I mean, I know he can be the butt of a joke for a lot of things, but, you know, the new movie coming out, I think it's going to like, reinvigorate his career and everything else. And then um, one thing I thought was really funny is that he was in an interview and um, they were, and he was talking about um, someone brought up a question about dumb and dumber. And um, they asked him about dumb and dumber. And I'm like, well, why would they even be asking him about that? And he's like, well, he goes, cause he was in talks with, with Jim Carrey and Jim wanted him to play. You're talking about the GQ interview that he did, is right? That what it was? Uh, yeah, it was, G, was it GQ? Where, where he did like the, the Google search thing or Reddit um, pages and stuff something about like, himself. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. And that's actually true, though. So Carrie did want him to play opposite as, him, as yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, and he, yeah, he Lloyd, was doing. Right? Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, so Which, now think about another that. Another fantastic movie. I mean, of course. Nick Dom- Cage is Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> the. Um, that was a good movie. Though. That was a good movie. It was really good. The, or wait, now I'm thinking of Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. Oh, that's it. Yeah, no, Leaving Las Vegas. That's the one where he's a drunk, right? With, right, with right Elizabeth right. Shue. Yeah, disturbing movie. Yeah. Good movie. Really great movie. Yeah. Oh my god, it was. Uh, and the thing is, like Elizabeth Shue is like she's always like for me, it's like Karate Kid and Adventures in Babysitting, right? Right. And then she does this movie where she's like a falling down drunk with him. Like those scenes where he's like chugging like an entire bottle of vodka and stuff, it is just so oh so disturbing. But he does a real. I thought he, I thought it was an outstanding movie, but sad. Um, definitely not a, a popcorn movie. But I just thought it was cool that. Okay, so think about that for a second. Like, I, I mean, obviously Jeff Daniels is Lloyd, right? So I mean, that's really yeah, yeah. I mean, that's who is. we know it as. But could you? I don't think I could. I don't think I could imagine I it as anybody except for Jeff Lloyd. Yeah, I just can't see it now. You know. Yeah. So there's another movie that he did that was um, that was really disturbing but really good. Uh, Bringing out the dead in '99. I didn't see that one. It's where he's an ambulance driver. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, that. that one's so good. I forgot the name of it though. That was good yeah. too. Yeah. So the thing is, is like even these movies that are kind of campy and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. The character study that he does in those, if you just take his character and what he does with oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's, they're really good. It's good. I mean, it's Except like, for Conair. Well, but again. I'm it, biased on that one because it's but he Con- does the southern accent. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Conair, though, in its time, was, oh, a, was, it was a, huge. It was, yeah. it was a polished, yeah. 
movie. Yeah, that, yeah. That I'm not saying anything about the movie is yeah, bad. I'm just yeah. saying about his the accent that he does. That's yeah, really the only part. Was, was his name Memphis Blue or something? Yeah, something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, yeah. He needed to work on that a little bit. But other than that, <laughs> and of course, National Treasure, we're good. Yeah, we need another one of those. Yeah, we need like a limited series on Disney Plus for that. Yeah. Um, I'll save that for later. The only other thing I had on new news was just real quick was t- touching on the on Morbius a little bit because you know as excited as as we were as I still am. I'm yeah, not, I'm so excited. I'm not listening to everything. I, I just can't. But the avalanche of negativity that's 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 coming out on this movie is just something that's just like unseen. Mm-hmm. And I just like mm, I don't know, dude. It's like. They're t- like from what we saw visually, I thought oh, they're all British. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> British. <laughs> yeah, all the reviewers so far as uh, are British. They they uh, premiered the movie in England, and uh, they haven't you know pretty premiered anywhere else yet. So, um, but yeah, I, I think once they open up a little bit more, they'll they'll, they'll raise up on the tomato meter. Well, I think so too. But I, I just think that it's interesting that like what I'm concerned about is like what we saw. Visually, I thought it looked great, but they were saying some of the knocks, a lot of the knocks were about the quality of the CGI and like the visuals. Yeah. And but from what they showed in the trailers, the visuals look pretty damn good to me. Yeah. No, so, no, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, we'll, I mean, it gets to wait and see. we'll see. Well, obviously, we'll see because you yeah. already got our we tickets. We got the tickets. We'll see on Thursday yeah. night. Thursday night. Um, yeah. The, the, the thing that really frustrates or that, that I'm kind of upset about and, and curious about is that. Sony um, did a, uh, uh, I forget what handle they did through, but they, they did through a third-party handle um, to where they, they did a ton of leaks with the, the director, like all sponsored by Sony, um, or, you know, given the thumbs up from Sony, but they basically, like, leaked um, uh, the, the, the post-credit scenes and, like, a few other things. I'm not going to, like, say anything here. I just want to mention it. Um, I don't want to say anything because it's if it's right, but but I I think this could be a tactic to, um, to misdirect and to, uh, um, if if they're smart, it would be to misdirect and then then to to throw some stuff in there to surprise everybody. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could be just going off the rails. I just I don't get it. I don't get why a week before the movie comes out that you're, you know, saying all this stuff. Just yeah. let it let it go. I mean, unless it's to combat. The uh, to kind of bury the the negative reviews of it, but could be, could be, could be. Grab but even headlines. then, dude, you're like you're reaching for for stuff if you're if you're willing to spoil like the entire movie. To, yeah, yeah, I agree. To save you know face. I just hope they don't. I mean, it's it's. I mean, obviously, it's an interesting. It's a very interesting character. Yeah, that has a lot of continuity and a lot of connective tissues. Obviously, within. The world, but I just, I don't know, dude. I just don't want it to, I just don't want it to be bad. I want this to be good. I want it to be good so bad. We'll be getting something good next week either way, but yeah, we got Moon Knight coming out next week. Oh, that's, oh dude, that's right. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, dude, that that's going to be incredible. Yeah, cool. Hey, the only other thing I was going to ask you a little bit about um, real quick was, what have you, I mean, what have you heard about, um, the Arkham Asylum HBO Max show coming out. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about that whenever we do the... You want to tie that in? I want to tie that okay. in, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, then we'll wait on that. But I do want to talk about Moon Knight really quick. Yeah. Um, so they they 
released that they're they're doing the original story for Mark Spector um, yeah. within the recent trailers. Um, so Mark Spector is going to be you know some some type of secret agent or um, merchant or, or not merchant mercenary of some sort. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, we're getting the, the Mark Spector that we would know from the comics. Um, and then we're getting the, the Steven, uh, I forget what his last name is, the, um, the, the alter ego that yeah. we see, um, the primary, um, but they're, 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 the directors also mentioned that it's going to be, it's heavily influenced by Fight Club, which makes sense. Right. But, but the more that I look at the trailer, the more that it, it's almost exactly like Fight Club. Really? With the exception that you kind of, you know that the characters are the same person at the yeah. beginning of it. But there's definitely, like, a duality there. Okay. And, like, the the, the primary um, identity, the the one that we see, that yeah. that's the British one, yeah. seems to be the, the, the um, narrator version of it, where Mark Spector is the... Right. Ver- ver- the, yeah. the Tyler Durden version of it. Um, and even... The where we get Mr. Knight, the the one with the nice suit and everything, yeah. the white suit, um, versus Moon Knight. It may be two different. It, that may be tied. Mr. Knight may be tied to um, the British um, uh, identity, and then Moon Knight would be tied to the uh, got it the the um, Mark Spector version. Of got it. it. Yeah. Cool, dude. I, I'm I'm excited about that one. That kind of like so excited about yeah. that. One. That's another one. It's like I kind of put that like with. People's understanding of Morbius to understanding of Moon Knight too, right. very similar. Like trying to grasp those characters because they're so unique and so interesting, and there's, there's a lot of depth with mm-hmm. both of them. So we cool. could see his Moon Rings. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Batarangs, and then correct myself. Well, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna be that. Yeah, you're gonna hit the, have to hit the button. Yeah. You went full retard, man. <laughs> Never go full retard. <laughs> basically, are Batarangs. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, speaking of batterings, I saw um, there's a website that's selling. Um, Done. The, I'm on it. The batterings from the Batman, the ones with the chest pieces. Oh, nice. Seriously. And so they're magnetic to where you can put them on, you know, um, your fridge and stuff. But yeah, I'm going to have to send you the link after I find it and buy myself some. Like several pairs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go out those just, up in the garage. I was sharpen them. At those, just the, out of a whetstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just sharpening them. What you doing, Josh? Just sharpening the batterings. That's all. I'm going to do like 100 pull-ups after this. It's like I get shape. Yeah, it's probably 99 more than what Pattinson did, but. Uh. <laughs> well, Pattinson also didn't have like, you know, 75 pounds to lose to be in Batman shape. Oh, jeez. Okay. That's all I got, dude. All right. Cool. So, Matt, Halo came out this week on Paramount Plus. Oh, I know. I watched it at like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yep. So, I watched it a few hours later. But <laughs> it was very good. And then, uh, of course, it was, I said I wasn't busy, but of course, after I watched it, I was getting ready to text you, and of course, something comes in, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. I wanted to have the uh, the one-up on everybody, because I obviously missed the Obi trailer. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, it, I, um, 
I enjoyed it, dude. I actually I liked it a lot. I mean, I have a lot to say about it, right? You know, um, and I think we can, can we'll get into it as we continue to, to talk about it a little bit more. But um, as a whole, I think that they capture the uh, Halo uh, universe well, extremely well. Oh yeah, and extremely well. Yeah, I think they did an outstanding job not just capturing the the Space Marines. But also capturing the the covenant too, and and the and the brutality and the ruthlessness of the covenant, and and like you know from the games obviously, which I played all those ones right, and, and loved every second of them. They were ones that were, I think I even told you like Halo Two when Halo Two came out, I picked it up and um, that's when I think games got released on like Wednesday or Thursday Tuesdays. or Tuesday or whatever it yeah. was. I think uh, they're still released on Tuesdays. Are they? Yeah. Um, whatever day it was released, I picked it up, and uh, my brother and I both took off that day uh-huh. <laughs> just to play it, and we played it all the way through. The yeah. game. took us like 24 hours almost, but we did have our Mountain Dew Halo fuel, <laughs> so uh, it wasn't a problem. But um, no, along, I, with I, your, along with your green Powerade from, yeah, from uh, that, yeah. Matrix? That and each of us had uh, three cans of Copenhagen, so we were we, <laughs> we were, were set. We were good to go. I'm two rednecks <laughs> playing Halo with Chew and Mountain Dew. <laughs> so yeah, you, you would have thought we was in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but no. So um, that's my. I mean, I'll give you my. Just that's my gloss. My over, my overtake. I think. It, I think it was. I think it was a good job. Now I have some things we can get into, but. What did you? How do you feel, man? Yeah, no, I feel the the, the same way, pretty much. Um, I there there are definitely some things that I saw that were um, I, I've got questions about. Yeah, and then also some of the portrayals, like I, portrayals, I, I you know I, I think could have been better. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, overall it was it was good. I'm definitely I'm excited where they're to see where they're going to be going with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um my first two takes, okay, <clears throat> and it's because it's fresh, I guess. Right. But I honestly like trying not. I, I mean, I know it's a separate universe, and I understand all that. But for some reason, is it though? I think it's just happening. Oh before. no, 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 no! It's it. No, I'm talking. You get wait till I get to my point okay. though. So, but to your point, and I will address what universe and is this canon or not canon and that stuff too. I can talk about that too, but. So my point being is that I actually to me it had a Mandalorian and Bad Batch feel, right? Right. Yeah, it did. I mean, like now we're almost like I almost like at the end, especially when he's taken off with the, the little girl, right? Uh, Quan, Quan, yeah. right? Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Oh, well, <laughs> well no. I'm just if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've seen it, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely getting spoilers at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. No worries. Um, so you know, at that point, I kind of like immediately got like, "Oh, geez, we got we got a Mando story coming like the at us." You know what I mean? But then I also then I had the Bad Batch feel with him, and when they had the other three Spartans that are with him, that obviously mm-hmm. tactically were very different. Are those the same guys from OST? Um, they're um, the one, two of them are one of the characters in there is from the Halo Wars game, I believe. Gotcha. So they're all. Characters definitely—they're all not characters, but they're all types, right? 
right? So they're and I don't think that they like they didn't really they're going to get into the other characters. I think probably. Oh yeah, they've got to. They will eventually, especially because like when they're like supporting the chief and and all that type of stuff. So I like I like that part. I think that was great. You know, and you know the one <laughs> that the one thing I gotta love, dude, is like the opening scenes were great. That opening scenes were basically the covenants coming in and they're basically attacking they're this on sh- the kids are on shrooms and yeah. Well, okay, hold on. This there I do have a gripe. Yeah. Okay. So these little kids are running out. Yeah, of teenagers. Running, yeah, teenagers. Of course, they're running out of the perimeter, or doing mm-hmm. whatever they're gonna do, which. Probably in the most part, it's not a bad idea because the Covenant's probably not coming there. It's a little shitty mining town. Like, right. they, you know, what are they going to do? Whatever. However, my issue was not with what they were doing. My issue was with who the hell's cutting their hair. <laughs> okay, it literally it reminded me of uh, the uh, the what was the what's the Deep Throat Metal um, band that like just like the Hun type of haircut. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably what they were going for, well, but yeah, definitely yeah, it doesn't no, work out. I get the Viking is shaved on the side type yeah. of look. Well, I think it was it's, like the Huns used oh, to do that too. The bangs? Yeah, they used to do exactly oh that. Oh my god! It's like someone took a pair of hot scissors and just like took them up to like the crown of their head. Oh yeah, somebody like, just put like a bowl in their head and cut yeah. oh, three fourths of it. Exactly. I'm like thinking. Okay, I understand you're in the middle of nowhere. Right. First off, a you're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So, since you're in the middle of nowhere, why are you even bothering to cut your hair? Right. And then if you choose to cut your hair, you're then going to do a mow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Looks stupid. Well, they got one barber out there. It's like, this is the only haircut I know. <laughs> if you don't want your hair to be like ridiculously long all over the place, this is what I can give you. That is I really- only do one haircut. <laughs> I want to fade. No. No, you're gonna have a Hungar or a Hungarian mullet. <laughs> I honestly think you're probably right because I don't understand why they would do that to these poor people. It was almost they're punishing them for something. Um, but a couple of things. The other thing I really love too, and it, like it harkened back so much, and it literally. It, I haven't played Halo in years, but like there's this thing when you're playing Halo and. And you're taking fire, your shield goes down, and you, you get this little sound, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, this little sound. Yeah. yeah. So then you have to like, then you get cover, and you can go. And you hear. Yeah. It happened in the show. Like, yeah. it, like Chief was taking all that fire, and then all of a sudden you see him jump behind something, and he's sitting there. Yeah. And, you hear, and, and then he he's like ready to go again. I'm like, oh my god, that was so cool. Oh, they played they paid uh, a ton of attention to the games, dude. Those. Seriously, and then the um, I don't think that they overdid the uh, the um, I guess the the FPS perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. with the helmet. No, it like looked that. it looked exactly, it was exactly like you exactly. would oh, the game. Exactly, and the thing is, it wasn't overdone. It's like a, they they had like an overlay already from uh-huh. the game, and they're just like, oh, we'll just put it in there. It's perfect. Perfect, and I think that they did just enough of it to like say, "Okay, here you go, guys. I'm going to give you a little bit," and that was it. But I tell you what, the way that they did the covenant, though, mm-hmm. and the way that they showed them with the swords and stuff like that, dude, it was ridiculous. And obviously, I mean, they do have technology that is superior. I right. mean, that's just part of the game, you know. Right. And um, like, you're talking about the covenant. The, yeah, the covenant. Yeah. Oh, I said the covenant. No, no, I, I was just making sure that I wasn't yeah. on the same page. That's all. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so like with them too, like I mean, I always remember like the one they had the one I always the called it the kneeler. 
the, yeah, the spiky gun. Yeah, the needler. needler. Yeah, that was always like just ding, and they just like fly around. And oh well, yeah, we we got to see the rounds from that. Yeah, in this exactly. Episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, then they, I mean, they had they had they had most of the iconic weapons were there, right? You know, and it was really just to spec, which was I thought was really cool. So, and I know people are talking a lot about like the helmet off thing or whatever, which you know what. I'm I'm good with it. Whatever. It's like to me, you know, this is okay. So let's oh, we can get into how this is set too, because this is not going. This is not considered like this isn't canon to the game. This right. is called Silver Cannon. So Silver Cannon is basically it's it's a story set within the same parameters of that environment. But what we're getting is we're getting that whole different dichotomy because. You have the the USNC and the like the government basically, right? And then you have obviously the Covenant. And then you have the USNC guy in the middle. And now at this point, it's going to be putting um, him very similar, situated to like Mando is, right? He's getting he's not part of the Mandalorians anymore, and the and the guilds, and he's not part of this either. He's kind of on his own, and that's kind of how they're situating this story going forward. And obviously, somehow we're going to integrate those other three people. I'm sure. So well, I think of, I think that they're gonna. He's gonna end up going back because I mean they they mentioned the the Cortana. Well, Cortana was in the the uh, little bubble, right? Yeah, so they're gonna go back because I think. Well, that, they 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 were gonna enact the Cortana protocol. Mm-hmm. So you know they've got some way of method of controlling him. They're just they haven't enacted it yet. So I think that that that's probably gonna be where the turning point comes from, where where we would see more of the video game style, uh, style whether they do that in the show or not. Or even, you know, at least within the season, or, yeah. or not. But I think we're going to get what we're going to get. Not just as his portion of that, but we're going to get that whole other piece where with between Doctor uh, what Halsey and her. I don't know if it was her husband or her baby daddy or whatever with her with him, her and the daughter. You had that little triangle, which obviously has a bunch of tension. Yeah, and obviously the the father who's. Straight up by the book, military dude, just like that's just fodder. They have to go type thing, kill the kid, yeah. you know. And then you have her, it's like you're crazy, we can't do that. And then you got her on the other side, who's like somewhere else, you know what I mean? It's like so you have that whole inter interdimensional, but you have that whole other dimension where they're going to be dealing with that part of it, and then you're going to have him now deciding where, where he falls into the situation because obviously he understands that obviously the aliens need to be stopped still. Right. You know what I mean? But however, he doesn't really want to do it under the guise of how these people are probably acting. Right. You know, so you have that. Uh, so I think it's going to be a just slightly... Well, he sees, you know, it's just, he sees a better way. He sees a better way, right, which is basically, again, breaking down the protocols that he's been trained to do because of that touchstone that he has from he picked up from them on the planet uh-huh. and he, that obviously has made him like you start to unprogram everything that they programmed into him uh-huh. at a young age so i think there's a lot there's a lot of storytelling that's going to happen in this well it's I, also calling to him from, for some reason i'm curious yeah. as to why that is uh, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be very interesting to, to see what the yeah. i think we may get a lot of lore for master obviously we're gonna get a lot of lore for master yeah. i think we may get a huge expansion on the character and like his backstory. Sure. With, with this. Oh, I think we will too. And I think that it's, it's obvious you can't, the game, the game gives you 
like you care about I care about Master Chief as much as I care about Nathan Drake. You know what right. I mean? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, gotta do them I right. Mean, you gotta treat him right. You gotta treat him right. But I mean I'm I'm and I'm connected to both characters, but what I'm not adverse to is taking that character and taking him in a different direction, but yet keeping his core principles in place. Right. You know, or his core being in place and right. taking them and putting them in a different direction. And I think that's really what they're intending to do with this. And that's and, very similar to what Marvel's doing with Daredevil, too. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of world building with this. Definitely going to um, see what happens. Um, I had one other thing I wanted to bring up on that one. Hold on. It's. Uh, what did you think about the portrayal of, uh, of Master Chief? I thought it was fine. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. I actually do. I don't. I had no problems with that. I, 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 I would have liked them to to leave the the whole um, the face reveal thing um, off the table for a little bit. But you know, I, I don't have like a huge problem with it. Those that those my only like little gripe on it. Yeah, is that that you know I would have liked. To, you think it's too early? I think it's too early. Mm-hmm. That's all. About how many episodes are we getting? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how many episodes it's going to I mean, be. It's so. Paramount Plus, so you know, usually they do like ten, twelve. Well, they, it's a two hundred million dollar budget on this. Oh. So I mean, they, they're definitely not skimping on it. And I tell you what, I think graphically it looked great. You know, I mean, I think they did a good job with all. I mean, and then I mean, the attention to detail with all of like the Phantom and all the aircraft and all that type of stuff. I mean, there was nothing lost on this at all. And there's a lot of throwbacks to tons of different things in the game, which I wasn't really a student of a lot of this stuff. It's just stuff that I read that, you know, they're they saying, well, this is from this and this is from that. And, you know, they made a point of trying to tie those things in for the people that are really, 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 you know, like there's books. I mean, they tie into the books too. So they're putting yeah. pieces from the 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 book piece, the pull pieces from the game, but yet then they're also expanding it out. And that's all the result of this one lady who's doing it, which who has an awesome name. Her name is Kiki Wolfkill. She's the executive producer of this and she's the one that's really kinda like guiding the ship. And thing is I, I like that guy though. I like the guy that porn stash, the guy that's playing uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget his name. Yeah. He's one of the uh Sabretooth's brother. Sabretooth's brother. Yeah, isn't it? You're talking about he's he's Wolverine's brother, Sabretooth. Well, Sabretooth. Yeah. Who plays Sabretooth? It's uh. Well, the original one or the the one from the because uh, there were there were two actors that played him, right? Hold on. Well, no, it's Liv Shriver. Yeah, it's his brother. I'm talking about Liv. I'm talking about uh, um, the guy that you know, yeah, yeah, the Boston guy. I don't know. I I, I just don't remember. It's been a while since I've watched. That so I'm talking about the ones back at the X Men where he fought him in the middle of the forest and stuff like that. It was like yeah, yeah. snow forest and stuff. X Men Wolverine Origins. No, not that one. Uh, Wolverine Two, the one where he's in the no. Oh yeah, I think it was Wolverine Two. Maybe it was that. No, that's not the one he went to China, right? That's, that's the one he... where he went to Japan. Yeah. No, 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 it was actually in the X Men. Oh okay. I don't know. Um, but it was anyways. It was Liv Schreiber, and this is his brother. He played in American Gods, too. That's yeah. where I know him from. Orange is the New Black, though, is where I know him from. Who do you play in Orange is the New Black? Porn Stash. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I call him Porn Stash. I just thought you were referring... Like, I, I, I remember seeing him with a stash. I just yeah. couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing... Um, he also played in 13 Hours and Den of Thieves. Yeah. Skyscraper, whoever saw that. 
<laughs> he was in Weeds. Mm-hmm. Weeds, that's right. Yeah. He was in Lords of Dogtown. That was a, such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan, yeah. That yeah, one too. That's his brother. Yeah, Ray Donovan's bro- Yeah. That's his brother. I gotcha. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You got there. it? I'm got it. It just right. took me a second. You right. full I'm, retard, man. Never go full retard. I'm sorry. That was, that, that was uh, made for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. I, I just, I had a name, so I was, just, I was rolling with it. I record that new sound bite. The Josh is like an autistic child. <laughs> no, Down syndrome child. There's a shiny object. Josh is licking it. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Snozberries taste like snozberries. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but I think the characters they have playing, like uh, Halsey and Keys, I think they're really good. I think that I really like uh, Dr. Halsey. I think that she's doing a really oh, good yeah. job. Oh, yeah, she's a spinning image, too. Yeah, of... yeah. The hair, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it literally took, like, it's almost like, I'm not, it's not a wig, I'm sure, but it almost looks like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like it's so on. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's, it's going to be good. And I think that um, they're... Um, going to be able to expand this in a way that's going to just add some more depth in, in, in into the universe because technically it is a universe in a sense because it's not the book, it's not the game, it's something different. And right. You got to keep that in mind when you're watching it, right? So like you know we're I you, you never like you never like first Halo, you never saw Master Chief. You didn't know what he looked like. No. You know what I'm saying? So it was like you know, I mean, you kind of, I get what you're saying. Was the helmet too early? I think it was too, but did it bother me? No, it didn't really bother me bother that much. Me, it just, but it kind of it's did, kind of like, ah. Uh. Yeah, it did. It, would it? Okay, so I guess my point is, would it have had more impact had it had waited till like episode two? Yeah, like I think it, it waited like three, like yeah, two or three, yeah. like end of two, you know, three Depen- sometime. Depending on, like, if episode two was spent around him developing the relationship with the kid and mm-hmm. then they go on and have some issues and they have these fights or these battles or whatever or something like that. It could be impactful at the end of two, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying, like two or three. I agree with you yeah. at that point, you know? So it's like, it wasn't as an iconic of a lift of the helmet as it was with, with the Mandalorian. Mandalorian yeah. But I do think that there are some strong parallels, which I hope that people don't think thinking, oh, it's just a, like they're just doing the rip trope. Off of or, yeah, yeah, like a trope or rip off of that. Because it's not that. It's not that at all. You know? Yeah. No, I can definitely see the parallels. I just, I, I it's too different for me to, to really make that comparison like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm super excited to see where they're going with it. I'm, I'm excited about the season or the, the, the TV show. Yeah, well, I will tell Seriously. you what, though. I mean, lack of lack of fanfare, lack of yeah. I didn't know that it was coming out Dude. until like until the day it was out, and I saw it on the Roku, uh-huh. like an advertisement on Roku, and that's it. Yeah, I am super surprised that they did not push this harder. Yeah, coming because they pushed it like decently hard whenever it was coming out, and they spent two million dollars on this or two hundred million dollars. We've on been this. waiting for how long for this? Yeah, longer, decades. We've been waiting longer than Uncharted. Yeah, so. There yeah, I mean, go. we had the whole like, uh, who was the? It wasn't Steven Spielberg. It was who? Who did the uh, the little small project? That oh, went, that other one. The yeah, just the yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, because nah, okay. that's kind of what we were hoping that that would be. Yeah, and then and then you know <clears throat> we obviously got it was okay, like you said, but we we get our hopes dashed against yeah. the rocks, and 
and then we get we get something that's good and and they they and 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 within the vein that we were wanting and it's just not been uh been treated like it like it should be as far as advertisement I, I, marketing goes yeah i i agree i mean I'm unless they're like just saying you know we're gonna let it speak for itself because i mean they did the same thing with yellowstone like yellowstone got nothing spread through the word of mouth right i mean obviously i did not watch season one 1883 was hugely advertised yeah but yeah it was but it was also i mean that yeah you're right it was but like i didn't watch season one of yellowstone right i kind of heard about it and i'm like yeah Whatever. I never heard about it until like later then, on. But I didn't really bother with it until I thought I, I just thought oh Kevin Costner found a way to do dancing with wolves again. <laughs> and I just didn't pay attention to it. Had no idea what it was until season two came out and then everybody was talking about season two and I'm like, Oh shit, I guess I better go back and then I watched all of season one and then rolled into season two and now I'm just hooked. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm completely hooked. So um but no I, I, I actually think I think this is a I think it's inter- well. First off, I think it's interesting that we're taking a, a video game concept that has gone into books, obviously, but we're taking a video concept and we're actually doing something really creative with it. This isn't comic book material. This is yeah. I mean, but but you different. It's it's that the medium has so much potential. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, think about what they could do with like a Duke Nukem, like like Duke uh-huh. Nukem done correctly. Um, you know, Doom done correctly. <laughs> without, the um, rock, without the rock, without the rock, <laughs> and the whole cheesy, you know, like uh, third, or first person game. or third person view yeah. to it, first person view, for, what, that's, whatever. That's first it, person, yeah. yeah, first person view to it. The the and the BFG, which I mean, you know, granted, like the the BFGs was was a good Easter egg, but uh, uh, Resident Evil would be another really good example. That's something they could do really well with this yeah. like type of thing. Yeah. Just put it on, you know, make yeah. a series out of it, kind of like The Walking Dead. Sure. But yeah. with Resident Evil. No, they, I mean, the, that's the whole point. It's like, I mean, you know, the same way that, you know, I don't think. I want to see Kevin Smith do a Resident Evil series. That'd be great. Series. That'd be great. Yeah. Like he did with Tusk. He can do that for cheap, and he can do it well. Yeah, well, all you need, all you need one, one of the games, all you need is a police station. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you could do the entire first season. Yeah, like just around the police station. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyways, I feel I feel positive about it. I'm going to continue to watch it. I mean, I'll tell you by season three if this is going to last or not last. But I mean, <laughs> by season I three, mean, by episode, I think <laughs> I will tell you about season three whether it's going to be successful yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You can hit it. You went full retard, man. Well, that Never go full retard. It's getting a workout uh, tonight. It's starting to wear down. Uh, yeah, I feel like a yeah. permanent yeah. imprint. There. You're getting a little thumbprint on that. So, but I think by episode three, I think we're going to get a good sense if this is going to make it or not. Oh yeah, I, know. I completely agree. Yeah. So next podcast, we'll tell you whether it's it's going to make it or not. Whether it's up to snuff. That's right. Fully, if it meets meets our standard, because if it doesn't. Right. Meet, if First off, if it doesn't mean our We've standards. We've got very high standards. Yes, we do. Nicholas Cage is up in those standards. That's right. That's right. He's in there too. Nicholas Cage and Brandon or Brendan Fraser. Yes, exactly. And uh, um, and Keanu Reeves. Uh huh. That's right. Well, Keanu Reeves, of course. But. Yeah. So that's all I got on Halo, dude. I mean, I just think that they did a great job with all the uh, all the vehicles. Everything that you saw in there was so legit to the to the game, and I think the the amount of detail they paid they paid to re, to replicate the game 
was there, and they did a, they did a oh, great yeah. job with it too. So, yeah, no, I completely I no, agree. I have no complaints. Yeah, no, I, I really don't either. Mine's mine's just petty on that. But um, what do you think about? Uh, let's dive into the Batman yeah. um, deleted scene. Sure. Um, so obviously, the big big portion of this is that that it's got the Joker in it. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the uh, as our resident Batman expert on the podcast? <laughs> I think that I actually think that first off, I think I do. After seeing Batman, the Batman twice, I think Matt Reeves is is a, is a, is the deal. I mean, he's the deal. He's definitely he's got Batman. He understands Batman, and he understands. He gets him. He gets yeah. Batman. I went I back and watched uh, Year One after. Yeah, this the movie, the animated movie that they did. Dude, it's just so many things. Yeah, the only thing that I would I would gripe on about this is that Commissioner Gordon. Within the comics, Commissioner Gordon knows that Batman's who Batman is uh-huh. after year one. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I mean, and and I think you're right. The more that I think about it, the the way that they 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 didn't treat Commissioner Gordon with enough gusto, uh-huh. and they they did, definitely should have made him smarter. But exactly, yeah, I agree. Because I mean, for Batman to align himself and trust someone, they have to be. Not an equal to him, but one that he respects. And at that point, it, like I would think that from from a Batman perspective, I, I, mean, probably... I think that he respects um, Commissioner Gordon the the new one, but I think it's for a different reason. Well, it's not. It's, it's because he's clean and and because he's trying to do the right thing. It's not because he's he's good. He's, he's not on level with Batman. Yeah, of course, he's not on level with Batman. But in other areas, in other iterations he is yeah. more on the level you know what i mean he yeah. is the missing pieces the batman needs right and and batman's the missing pieces that he needs right so it's like it, it's a symbiotic relationship where this one it's more of a batman finding a vehicle to be able to further what he needs you know what i mean than it right. is like he uses utilizes him to be able to gain access to things mm-hmm. you know versus where it, the the collaborative it should be a hundred percent a collaborative relationship mm-hmm. and I think in this one it's not completely there now I get what I get why it's not because this sure. is again the early stages of this evolution right. of this relationship so how he how Rees wants to portray it that's fine and I think that Gordon shows enough to show that yeah he's he's not a pushover he's not I mean he's not a you know, a mental midget or anything. I mean, he's not an idiot, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like he's still growing. He's a not a mental com- midget. But he's not Commissioner Gordon at that point either. No, yeah. He's so, still Lieutenant Gordon. Exactly. So it's like, like so he still. But in year one, he's also Lieutenant Gordon. Exactly. And he's much smarter. Exactly. No, I get it. But I think in this point, but they're also Batman's. I think Batman was portrayed a little bit smarter than what he is too in this one. So. Mm, I think it's probably about the same. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's close. I'll give it. I'll it's get, close. I'll yeah. give you. It's, I'll give you. It's an. It's a close one on that one. So it's definitely a lot closer than that, Gordon. What I can say, like again, is about. I think Reeves. I, I absolutely, hundred and ten percent respect this guy. I think he is just. He's on point, and I, I I am on board with his storytelling and the way that he's approaching it. Now, this particular cut scene, I'm so glad in a way that he left this out. Because I think it almost made Batman look too weak. 
Right. And I it, like Batman. They should, right. I think yeah. He, I think he showed enough weakness of Batman. Well, but we talk but, about that intelligence piece of it. Yeah. And if you would have had this in the movie, yeah. you would have lost that intelligence piece of it. Like exactly. the entire the, yeah. the investigation that Batman does, like would have been completely undone. Undone. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, the Joker had it all figured out. Right. Exactly. Which speaks to the Joker, then, right? Yeah. So, no. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. But the kicker, though, the kicker to this, though, is what kind of like what I find really interesting is is that Reeves makes that point to have the presence of the Joker. Right. But there is zero, zero intention on continuing the Joker in the, eh. in the, ba- no, that's, in the Batman storyline, I get. It, yeah. In the Batman storyline is, it is not there. Yeah. Right. So that tell, I mean, I don't know how far he plans to like how much of a period of time he plans to cover in this, but I got to believe like, okay, I'll get you. I'll get the, maybe, Next Batman, the the next the Batman two, no Joker. Okay, yeah, no, I, but I agree with that. By the third, come on. Yeah, I think the Joker is going to be the, the big bad in the third. He has to be. Mm-hmm. What I would love to, to see is killing joke in the third one. Oh my god, dude! And then the way that Reeds could tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Introduce uh, oh. introduce Robin in this next one, and then uh-huh. introduce uh, Batgirl in the following. Yeah. And then do killing joke. Yeah. As soon as you- then, then you started bringing it all together then at that point, right? Mm-hmm. You bring all the connective tissues in there. So I think that it, I do think it was smart not to put that in there. However, I think it was a waste of a wonderful performance by him. Oh, right? yeah. Dude, uh, that, that guy I will got- say on both sides. I'll, right. I'll give Pattinson this one too. Yeah. You know, I think that. Well, like, we've established he plays Batman really well. It's yeah. the it's the Bruce Wayne yeah. that we're not mm-hmm. very well pleased with. But yeah. Know. And that the guy that what's his name that plays the Joker? What's his name? Uh, Druid from the Eternals. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Keo or uh, and, I wrote it down. What was, what was the Joker? Thomas oh, ba- Anderson. Yeah, Barry. Barry. I can't say his last name. K e o g h a n k k o or something. Like that. Uh, that, that's a lot of letters. Yeah. So, anyways, I still think that it was smart to take that out. But by taking it out, it also removed the potential impact of having... He didn't have the pressure at that point. Like, like the little tiny snippet that we got where he was next door laughing and doing his little thing on that point. Yeah. That's, I mean, it showcased a little bit of his personality. Right. I mean, you get a little bit. But you get a little, so much more within this yeah, clip. Because at this point, he's not even the Joker yet. Mm-hmm. So at this point, he's still in an evolutionary process, the same as the bat's in an evolutionary process. So, like, the bat's not coming... Like, at this point, the bat's not coming to... Well, the, the relationship, Joker. too, is an evolutionary process. Oh, absolutely. Which I found fantastic from this yeah. clip. That is one thing that you lack, right? So, like, it, but the thing is, if you're not going to be including the Joker going forward in the Batman, it doesn't matter that that relationship isn't developed, right? No. Yeah, I mean, but but you if you're not going to yeah. include him, if right? you're not going to include him, I think they're going to in different ways. Well, I, I don't think, think it's going to be in the same way that it would be very interesting if they keep him as like a cloud or an overarching like. Well, I think the, just the way they did on this one, you keep him as like a Hannibal Lecter type of character from Sons of the Lambs. Like he comes to him, yeah, whenever he needs, but don't you know? Obviously, don't like it's have like, the entire like, storyline. Yeah, it's like a mind hunter thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have him like exactly like you would see with, with like I said with Hannibal Lecter. Like you go in, you get a piece of it, 
And then you go track down that piece of it, and then you find something else yeah, but, out. Uh, but and, the, then... and, that, and see, this is, and that's why it's beautiful, and I'll tell you why. Because every time you get a piece, the Joker gets a piece of you. Right. And that's the thing about the bat and the Joker. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's why, exactly what that's, we saw with this, was that, yeah. that the Joker said that he's he's just like him. And then mm-hmm. he before Batman's walking out, he's like, he's like you're afraid that, he, that he's right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's just, huge for yeah. the their their relationship because yeah. he's getting he's getting so much of the Batman, and then this I can see art I can already see the strings as far as where he's going to be pulling the Batman to break his one rule because that's what the Joker's all about is that you've got this one rule, yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm going to make you break it, mm-hmm. even yeah. if it means you killing me. Yeah. Well, that's the it gets back to that whole argument, well, not argument, but the discussions we've had before. Can the Batman exist without Joker? Can the Joker exist without Batman? Yeah. It's like it sits like they can't, they are so tied together. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're the exact same character, but polar opposites of each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah, different spectrums. I, I agree, and I, I think that, uh, and that's the beauty. That's the beauty of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. And every what, pretty much every villain is is a reflection of some portion of Batman. Exactly. The Joker just happens to be the reflection of yeah. all of Batman. Yeah, and the thing is, they're all the dirty parts. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, it's just taking that piece of Batman yeah, amplifying and amplifying it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, no, I think it's good. And I just, I, I just think. I, I mean, I, I can't say he's going to make a mistake with this, but I mean, because he did such a good job with the other characters, like you know, obviously with the Penguin and, and with the uh, with the Riddler and stuff like that too. So it's like mm, he just. He, but then again, it's like you know, do you come out with the? You come out with the big guns? No. No, yeah, yeah, no. I think it's a very smart play. You don't want to like, I mean, even as well as this Joker's played, uh, like have him have him starring in the Arkham series that they're going to be doing on HBO Max. See, that's that's why I brought that up. I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask you about. So, okay, yeah. so can, are we going? Because like at this point, having seen that, like now I'm like, okay, I, I'm all into the Batman, of course, but now I'm also like, you know, okay, let's. Let's take the where's Joker going? I could literally watch an entire show just on the. Don't even need the Batman, right? You know, what I mean? just give me Joker, and I'll just. Well, what I'd like, like to see, see him see his evolution. Well, I would like to see it's kind of like an anthology series. Like you can have like two parters or whatever, and that would be fine. But having like some type of anthology series where you you, you explore different um, members of the Rogues Gallery mm-hmm. um, through this, like you have the Scarecrow and you go dive in dive into yeah. how the Scarecrow got his. Origin, or like his origin story, yeah, and then you can have Batman come through. It doesn't have to be Robert Pattinson; it could be the stand-in for Robert Pattinson, just kicking his ass, yeah, and then locking him up in Arkham. Like you don't have to explore the Batman in that, right? But you you explore those the the Rogues Gallery of his villains, yeah, through that, and that's just as fascinating, and that's just as fascinating, yeah. Right. Well, like I'm reading the Joker comic line, right, which mm-hmm. is actually going to end, which I'm, which I can't believe. He finally got his own comic, and I think they're going to be done. On the, I'm on issue 18 now. I think I think they're going to wrap it up. It's really good. It has Lady Bane in it, and um, it's it's that's a really good read. And it's Gordon. It's about uh-huh. Gordon Joker and Lady Bane. Uh-huh. There's no Batman involved yeah. at all, and it's still a super engaging story. And the thing is, is like Joker to me is just as engaging. Well, not just as engaging, but almost as engaging as Batman. Uh-huh. So it's like I just learning more about him. And again, it's like it's interesting too. It's like you, as you, like you can take. I know they say that the Joker, the Joker movie with Phoenix is not canon or whatever. You know, that's just whatever. It right, is. right, right. Yeah. It's in a box, right? But still, I mean, 
all those type of iterations that you have of the Joker, those those pieces that you take from everything you watch, from animated, from all the movies, and from you know the comic books and all that type of stuff, there's still so much left on the table, and that's something I think I hope that they pull out in Arkham, like you said. I don't know what the premise of Arkham is going to be. Yeah, I don't think I don't, anybody does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a new concept because originally it was supposed to be the DC or the that I'm not DC, the Gotham PD um, uh, series instead. But I, I definitely, you know, as interesting of a character as they make Gotham to be out at, I would love to see new characters involved in in this in a big way. You mean Gotham PD? Yeah, the Gotham PD series. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I look at Gotham as a character, too, as we talked about in the, in when we watched the movie. Gotham was also another character in that movie. To me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I, I think, completely agree. And I think they paid... And again, I, the, more, the more I think about this, Josh, the more that I've had time to digest it and think deeper about it. Matt Reeves is a genius, dude. Yeah, I and completely I'm not, agree. I'm not, I'm not saying that like... We're getting the first actual comic book accurate... Yeah, version of the Batman. Yeah, and and again, I, like I said before, it's like I, I mean, I bitch about Pattinson, and I will probably always have something smart ass to say about it. But sure. yeah. I will say this: that the this is this is starting to starting to, to feel better than Nolan's, but I don't want it to be. Not the Dark Knight for me. The Dark Knight still feels better than this. Yeah, but um, I think overall, the, the second two though. Yeah. The second, too. Uh, it, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. I think the Dark Knight is 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 a seminal. I mean, it's an oh, absolute yeah, yeah. masterpiece. Yeah, and I mean, it really is. And yeah. I it just, but they're different. Yeah. Oh, the they're thing. yeah, they're completely so different. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, I truly like. Yeah, and they're not far off from each other. Whichever one you think is better, it's not better by much. No, it's a one A one B. Yeah. It's oh, a absolutely. 1A1B. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you can definitely look at look and say that you know the other Batman's. Before Nolan were were good move, but they're completely different. Yeah, these ones you're looking a little bit at, like into similar lens, but with different focus. So I don't know. I think it's I don't know. I, I, Matt Reeves is is up there for me. He's, I'm putting him up there with James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with that. So, and that says a lot because he's my boy. Yeah, yeah, I like James Gunn a lot too. A lot, a lot. especially after uh, um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh yes. And oh, by the way, there was a um, interview with him too, and they said there's going to be more DC cameos coming up in Peacemaker too. Oh, I would hope so. I would think that that's going to be a little thing that he does. Yes. So I can't wait. I can't wait. That's going to be great, I, dude. How long till the next Peacemaker? Uh, probably like another year and a half. No, unacceptable. Dude, he needs to be rolling that. He needs to treat that shit like the freaking Hobbit or like Lord of the Rings. You just got to start recording that shit and don't stop. Yeah, they did all three stop. movies in yeah. like a year or two yeah. and a half or yeah. whatever it was. Different time period. <laughs> Actors Guild wouldn't let that happen anymore. Uh, yeah, probably not, but who knows. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think that, I mean, and it was so it was refreshing to have a, a, an additional thing come out after the movie that we could continue to talk about, and hopefully there's more shit on the cutting room floor that we haven't seen yet, and they can put some more stuff. I'd love to see some more stuff. I don't think it's going to be as impactful. That was probably the most impactful thing that was cut, but definitely want to see more. I would love to see more footage. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I Dude, I, I just I, I can't say enough good about about that performance that, that we saw from 
from him on the Joker. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about the appearance? Like we, we, you know, he's obviously supposed to be akin to the new 52 Joker, I would say, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> um, the backstory that they're giving him is not the one to where he falls in the pit of acid. Right. It's, he was born with a conge- congenitive disease. Conge- is that the right word? Is that a word? But um, yeah, he, he sure. was born with he was born with some type of uh, disorder that that you know morphed his skin with permanent permanent um, uh, smile on it the the crooked smile that he has it's all part of that and then the rest of the scars and things like that seem to be from him just getting the crap beat out of him mm. at certain por- portions so he wasn't necessarily born demented but he became demented through process of. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering if some of that was self-inflicted, though. Too. Yeah, it could like, be. I'm wondering, like, like in his head, like, did he like yeah, scratch just... his own hair out and shit like yeah. that? You know, I'm like, I kind of think. I mean, I think it's probably a combination yeah. of him getting the shit kicked out of him too. But um, no, it's a very which, interesting point. Yeah, I think it's. I, think, I don't know. Self mutilation would probably be part of it, but I don't know. It's just, oh, it's just he's so dark. I mean, it's just so psychotic, and it's just I don't know. I, it's interesting. I don't know. We'll see. I like it. Oh, dude, I love it. I, I think that it's great. I think that... I hope that they streamline him for the Arkham series. I think he is. No, yeah, I think he probably will be, too, especially after this. Yeah, I think he has to be. I yeah. mean, there's no... There would be no reason why not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's not like a low, low actor, but he's like... I mean, he could do the work. He needs to work a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I he's mean, got that Marvel money now, though. Well, he got the internal money. I ain't like Marvel, Marvel money. Yeah. At least... Okay, put it this way. Put it this way. I'm sure he's not wondering if he's going to eat tomorrow and his roof going to be over his head. I'm sure mm. he's fine. But I think that he definitely could... Uh, I don't know why... Okay, first off, if you ha- if you had that opportunity to, to portray that character and carry it on, especially now as we see... Like big screen actors, especially in the Star Wars stuff, they're they're just taking it straight from Star Wars straight over into TV, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah. So there's like TV is no longer the ugly stepchild of the movies, no, at all. And yeah. there's money to be made there. Is there money to be made anywhere else? You know. So I, I definitely think, and to be honest with you, like I think he, if he, hopefully, I mean, he should. Hopefully, he goes to Arkham Asylum, and when he does, that's going to just he's going to be the cornerstone of that. So. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you want to um, leave us a, uh, a question on a voicemail um, or if you want to get in touch with us, um, there's a couple different ways to do that. Uh, you can either leave us a question on our Facebook page at um, Nerf Force Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can tweet us at uh, Force underscore podcast. Or you can leave us a voicemail at uh, anchor.fm slash nerdforcepodcast slash message. Until next episode, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast.